From somewhere in Northeast Indiana, Mike Davidson lives. And now your host of the podcast, Mike Davidson. Well, yes, Mr. Rob Roop, thank you very much. Mike with you. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Mike Davidson Lives. Hope you're doing A-OK out there. Uh, before, before I start off, quick RIP to the late, great Len Dawson, uh, Hall of Fame quarterback who uh, uh, played in the first ever Super Bowl and then, of course, went back a few years later, won Super Bowl, Super Bowl four with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Passed away at the age of 87. It was recently announced that he was in hospice care, so uh, he was in failing health. But uh, legendary football career. Had his jersey retired by the Chiefs. Uh, survivor of prostate cancer, too, which ain't easy to do. And a broadcaster, very beloved in uh, Kansas City. And the, uh, the local connection here in Indiana was that he played for Purdue University. Um, but I think he's best known... Um, by a lot of people maybe on the internet uh, for an infamous picture of him during the halftime of the Super Bowl. And this this was way before, you know, it was all about the halftime show because nobody knew what it was. It was just basically when the AFL and the NFL got together. First ever game, uh, Chiefs and the uh, Packers who went on to win that one. Uh, but there's a picture of him at halftime in the locker room just taking a long drag off a cigarette, and there's a can of beer at his feet. <laughs> yeah, back in the day, um, football players really, really didn't give an F. And, uh, you know, you're out there playing hard and everything, and there he is, just going to Flavor Country with a nice cold beer to, to wash it down. Uh, but again, 87 years old, and aside from that photo, a very legendary career, and I know that in Kansas City, they're they're missing him, especially here tonight. Um, but quick question for you, uh, and I'm asking this being sincere when it comes to Hollywood types. Do you really hate Will Smith? Because I, I think by and large people are over it now. The, uh, the slap from the Oscars months back. And I'm of the idea of the opinion that yes, he was wrong. He shouldn't have done that. And I'm a big First Amendment guy. And Chris Rock's comedian. He's supposed to go up there and, uh, and talk smack. But I also know that uh, Will Smith's been under duress lately because of uh, well, him trying to make a marriage work that obviously ain't working. And uh, some people were taking digs at him earlier this week for trying to get back on on social media. And there's like some Q testing out there, uh, you know, basically showing. Uh, public perception of somebody after the fact. And I guess they're saying since the Oscars thing, uh, a lot of people don't like Will Smith anymore. Which, okay, we don't know the dude personally. Okay. But uh, I don't think that's the case. Because uh, tonight, you know, I came home and uh, my, my daughter Lana was talking about how her and Hazel sat down and watched... Uh, Alien in Black, and I'm like, Alien in Black? What are you talking about? And my, and my wife told me uh, they were watching Men in Black. Something I saw in the theaters way long ago. Him and Tommy Lee Jones. Very funny, entertaining movie, and they liked it. And, you know, Will Smith's got a body of work, and I think that body of work is going to outshine the fact that he slapped another dude in the face, no matter how wrong that is. Um, and I've even made this point online that uh, given some of the stuff that uh, Alec Baldwin 
is kind of ducking right now. And given some of the stuff that Ezra Miller is ducking right now. Ezra Miller is just a complete train wreck. And somebody's like, well, that's different because Ezra Miller's mentally ill and Will Smith, you know, knew what he was doing. But again, I'm telling you that Will Smith was under mental duress, not to make it right what he did. Um, that and the fact, I don't think Will Smith's ever kidnapped anybody. I mean, I think he's involved in Scientology. I don't know if he's actively kidnapped somebody. I want to say no, he hasn't, though. Ezra Miller, on the other hand, has done worse far worse things than him. I that I don't get why the experts are bringing this up other than uh, you know they're trying to uh, pile on a guy and punish him because uh, with the media you can never punish a dude enough is what I'm getting at. But but what I'm saying is that that is over and done with. He's gotten suspended by the Oscars. He can't go to any of their fancy parties for a decade. Uh, he'll still find work. There's there's somebody that's going to take him in. Not the worst thing to ever happen with a Hollywood actor. Again, Ezra Miller, who's going to F up the Flash. Um, oh, little thing uh, going on around here in this neck of the way, up here in northeast Indiana, Fort Wayne. I saw that. Um, and, and guess what, everyone? This scam involves the Internet. And guess what, everyone? Involves Facebook Marketplace, which is like low-rent Craigslist. And Craigslist ain't all that high-rent to begin with. But uh, basically what they're talking about is, you know how people like to sell things on Facebook Marketplace for whatever reason? Because, you know, it, it beats sitting out in your driveway Friday and Saturday from 9 to 5 hoping somebody drives by and buys your crap. Yeah. So what what happens is somebody reaches out. And makes contact with the person on Facebook Marketplace selling said item. And they're like, oh, hey, cool, cool, cool. And then uh, they get together and, uh, you know, the item is exchanged for cash. But but what's happening is that there is counterfeit money involved. Fake cash. Play money, as uh, the cops are calling it. Uh, basically, maybe they take a, a real $100 bill and wrap funny money with that real $100 bill. And so minimum loss to uh, to the the thief will go back out and pawn it and make actual money from that. And meanwhile, the uh, person trying to sell this crap is uh, stiffed with, well, fake money, basically. Um, but uh, one of the scammers <laughs> that was brought up in this news story I'm looking at here uh, goes by the online handle YK Slow as Long Live My Brother. So yeah, if 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 the internet is such a bad place that you can't trust somebody that calls themselves YK Slow as Long Live My Brother, who can you trust nowadays, right? That would be a big red flag to me. Um, and here again, maybe the mark, maybe. <sighs> Maybe selling it at a garage sale is your best bet. Although, me personally, I would rather, if if I can't make money off of it, I'm just dropping it off at Goodwill. You're not going to get me to sit out in the hot-ass sun on a weekend to sell crap. And I don't want to bring people over to my house to begin with. But that's kind of what's going on here at Fort Wayne. A uh, quick Batgirl update. As you know, Warner Brothers, uh, new management discovery. Uh, they're looking at everything that uh, Warner Brothers was doing wrong before they bought it. And, I'm not, and I say this, not that I think discovery is all that great. Because, well, they're, they're bean counters and they're trying to cut losses. 
and they looked at the Batgirl movie, uh, which I think was budgeted at $70 million, which really ain't nothing for an action film nowadays. And they decided that they would actually lose money if they tried to release it, so they shelved it. This thing will never see the light of day. Or has it? Because apparently, uh, word around that lot is that uh, there was what they call a funeral screening or two. And basically, that's when members of the cast, the crew, the actors, and everybody get together and watch uh, the mostly finished product of this movie before it gets locked away into the vault, never to be seen again. I have to believe um, that this movie will see daylight some way. So, there'll be something where somebody releases it, you know, kind of like, uh, maybe just as a streaming thing. I can't imagine anybody actually doing the Morbius thing where like, oh, hey, these memes are funny. Maybe people do like Morbius. <laughs> no. Uh, but I guess, you know, morbid curiosity will get the best of people because it, it, I've never heard this term before, funeral screening. Yeah, but then again, you don't hear about a lot of movies getting canceled before they're released, especially when it's mostly made. So I'm thinking that this will get to see the light of day eventually. And it probably won't get a sequel, much like uh, the Snyder Cut of the Justice League movie. But uh, we'll wait and see on that one. You know, the big the big news, though, today, uh, and I, I'm kind of gritting my teeth at this uh, because I, I don't like dead. And I get why people don't like being in debt, especially when it comes to going to college. And, you know, how you have to take out tens of thousands of dollars, uh, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars, depending on where you go. Uh, you get into the debt up your eyeballs, and then you, you leave after four or five years with a degree, and you spend the next 20, 30 years of your life paying it down. I get why that's a problem. And I've said this before. Um, if I had a chance, I think the best way to cut down costs, well, first of all, not everybody should go to college, and I'm not saying that as a classist thing. I'm just saying not everything you want to do involves a university. A plumber, uh, if you want to get into that trade, you're not going to go to Yale, okay? You're going to go to a trade school and learn that. Uh, you know, carpentry, and those are important jobs. Those are things I can't do, and I've got two college degrees, okay? You know, so there's that. Uh, but we get, we drilled it in everybody's head. You have to go to college. You have to go to college because it's important. It's important. So that's why a lot of these kids are doing that. And that's why these financial institutions, you know, set up what they do so they can make money. And the universities, of course, are getting paid. So they're getting money. And we've told everybody that they have to go to college. And we've told that every field of study is important and will be important to them in their uh long-term career success, which is utter bullshit. Uh, so if I had a magic wand to cure all this, I would say, okay, ask the kid what they want to do before graduating high school. And if it's something like, okay, be a doctor, be a lawyer, be uh, whatever that actually involves, nothing that involves fill-in-the-blank studies or general studies, okay? It has to be a specific career field. Okay, you go to college. And then I would run an audit of any public university, look at every program. What does this class do? Oh, it offers jack crap? Get rid of it, okay? You, you, you know, fire people that don't deserve to be there. Uh, teachers that aren't teaching things that are valuable don't deserve to be on the dole. 
that has my been my stance. But of course, that's never going to happen because you know there's a lot of entrenched interests, and uh, you know we have to go for the quick fix, which fixes nothing and makes things worse. Which I'm coming to right here. Uh, President Biden earlier today announced that he's forgiving up to ten thousand dollars of student debt with most students. Oh, and get this: if you're a law student at Harvard, it's twenty thousand. Yeah, that that ought to make the blue collar um, workers seem very happy and elated, right? Yeah, um, that that's not going to do anything to the value of the dollar. There goes zero inflation. But you know, I, I uh, read this. And this comes like right off the heels, hot off the heels of uh, University of Texas announcing, I think it was their English department, that they're offering a course where you can study the songwriting and uh, the lyrical abilities of Taylor Swift. There is a class, and this is what God is pretty much hammering my point home. A class where you study Taylor Swift. Where in the hell are you going to apply that? Seriously. Uh, if you're an English department, shouldn't you be encouraging people to read and write books? You know, that's music. That's basically, if, uh, you know, when I was in school and uh, me and my fraternity brothers wanted to talk about music, we would just drink beer and listen to music. And we talked about who was a better band, who was a better guitarist. There was no need for a class. Now you can do that with Taylor Swift. And this comes again just as uh, Biden, or this announcement follows the Texas University excuse me, announcement of Biden forgiving debt. And of course that's not going to do anything to inflation. But, um, you know, I, I am a bit of a hypocrite talking about this because I, I, I did go to college. And, you know, when I was younger and dumber, I, uh, I too dabbled in stupid classes. Uh, now I went. I, I majored in television and radio production. Up until last year, not a stupid decision. Uh, but I minored in film theory at Ball State University in good old Muncie, Indiana, U.S. of A. And it's not necessarily a film school. Basically, film theory is uh, professors teaching classes where you could watch movies. And discuss, uh, you know, narratives and stuff like that. And if you're if you're a movie fan like me, it's great. But there is no actual application for this minor in the real world. I probably could have been doing something else like minoring in business, uh, entrepreneurship. I don't know. Uh, but I sat and watched movies. Although I will say this, it did give me a chance to watch The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly for the first time in my life. And that movie is spectacular. Probably not worth the tens of thousands of dollars that uh, put me through school. But again, it just kind of, I'm pointing out how pointless a lot of this crap is. And if you were somebody that went to school and paid off your debt, or, you know, you opted not to go to university. You didn't want to go to college. You went to a trade school. You paid off debt. Or maybe you just went right into the workforce. You found some success. You, you got married. You have kids. You have a household. You're trying to budget. Things are going up in prices. No one's really helping you out. And you see this story today. And you're probably saying to yourself, what the hell? That's kind of what I'm getting at here. And uh, for any Swifty that's going to, like, uh, get on me for for bad-mouthing this class. Again, tell me, what application on the job is 
taking a Taylor Swift course at a large public university going to do for you? Seriously. About as much as my film theory uh, minor. And that was several classes. You're talking about one right there. Uh, so that's uh, just kind of me riffing a little bit on universities. And I and I do think, yeah, if you were to audit every college and you know, kick out the bums that weren't teaching anything applicable and telling kids, hey, you don't have to go to college right after high school. You don't have to go if you got another plan. I think that would bring down costs a lot because the demand would go down. And you wouldn't see these uh, lenders being predators. But, yeah, we're not going to do that. Uh, okay, so we really... Uh, we uh, were just getting over the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard crap. I think that's over for now. Uh, but uh, what is it? Uh, Olivia Wilde and uh, Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis. I I can never pronounce that guy's last name right. Well, they you know they had kids together, then they separated because uh, well. She went with a younger dude, Harry Styles, uh, you know, who's in her new movie, and it pays to sleep with the director, right? Um, but uh, I guess she was talking earlier, was it today, or sometime in the week, about uh, the incident where she was at um, some con or some conference where she was about to give a presentation, and uh, because there's a fierce custody battle going on where he want, Jason wants to see the kids more, and it, it, boy, this is great. You know, if you're if you're these two kid pair, if these were your parents and they were fighting like this publicly, you you have to be going through a hell of a lot, right? Uh, but she's at this thing and uh, she got served papers. You know, she was subpoenaed or whatever, and that, that's what you know a, a server does. That's what somebody does when they uh, have papers. They don't give a crap if you're in the shower. They don't give a crap if you're on the toilet, they're going to knock on the door and they're going to slide the papers under or through and say, hey, yeah, read these. I gave them to you. Case closed. They don't care because they don't get paid enough to care. Okay? They get paid enough to do their job. Uh, but she was making a big deal about how like she got served while on stage. And she's th this is the worst thing. And she goes, I can't imagine anybody getting served like this at work. It's, I was on the job and you know, we had people getting screened in advance for COVID and blah, 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 blah. And again, if you're the server, you're hearing this and they're like, I don't care. Um, and I think a lot of us don't care necessarily because you're, you cheated on your husband with a younger dude, uh, the, the hot it guy on the cover of Rolling Stone. And you know, you're trying to make yourself out to look like the victim. I don't know if Jason Sudeikis is a good guy or not. Uh, I really don't care. But I, I just don't get the impression that Olivia Wilde's all that great. Uh, she seems disconnected from reality. And, you know, the fact that she's commenting about this publicly and talking about how she was, you know, she saw this as vicious and, oh, there's a reason for that. She should just keep her mouth quiet and say, uh, I don't care to discuss this at this time. Uh, I'm letting my lawyers handle this. Because anything you say can and be held against you in the court of law, blah, 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 blah. And I don't know. It, the kids, it, it sucks for them in this situation. But I digress. Okay, so uh, the the Great Motley Crew tour of uh, 
2022 is going on. It's it's basically, you know, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett. That's not a bad lineup right there. Well, okay, if if you took Motley Crue out, it'd be a better lineup. I wouldn't mind seeing Def Leppard. I, I've seen Poison. That was years back, and it was a fun show to watch, most definitely. Motley Crue uh, doing what they can to get through this tour, and you might have heard about uh, Tommy Lee exposing his wang after a bender. Uh, on social media a couple weeks back, and he talked about it while he was behind the uh, his spinning drum kit uh, at one of his recent shows, and he encouraged everybody to pull their junk out. Uh, and that's that's something you really don't want to happen at a Motley Crue concert because everybody in the audience is 55. Um, yeah, I, I can only imagine if Vince Neil tried doing this. I mean, God, he would have to suck in his gut first, right? I don't know. It's... It, <laughs> Pull out your junk. I can only imagine the lawsuits that uh, that result from that. I, I, but seriously, I don't understand the appeal of Motley Crue either. And now, now that I'm just ch channeling my inner old guy here, um, and I never really—it's it, they're more spectacle than anything. They're basically the '80s version of Kiss. And I'm trying to figure out what would be the '90s version or the '2000s version of Kiss. Would that be Limp Biscuit? Because you know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, the guitarist for uh, for Limp Bizkit would always dress up in makeup, right? They were all about spectacle. They they weren't all about sounding great. But, uh, yeah, if you want to go see some old Wang, uh, you can go get tickets for the uh, Motley Crue Tour, which uh, did go through Indianapolis not too long ago. Oh, bummer I missed that, right? Okay, um, so kind of adding to... My uh, list of reasons why you should never eat a Chuck E. Cheese. All the reasons, by the way, are fights. Uh, the most recent one happened over the weekend in uh, South Carolina, Charleston, uh, involving two adults once again. Let me make this abundantly clear. If you want to eat good pizza, don't eat a Chuck E. Cheese. That place sucks ass. Don't go there. Um, and if you want to make it special for your kid, don't go to a place where everybody is having a birthday party for their kid. Or at least you can put some space in between you and the other party because it just gets rowdy. And, and you also have to remember this. The birthday party is for the kid. No one gives a shit if you don't get your way. Uh, the kid just wants to have cake and ice cream and, and maybe better pizza than Chuck E. Cheese. You gotta, you gotta think... You gotta think isolation here, and I'm not going for COVID here. I'm saying you got you gotta make sure you're not around other families, because I just it, you're asking for trouble. But I, as an adult, as an older kid, I can attest to how bad and boring Chuck E. Cheese is for anybody who isn't six. Um, the last time I, Showbiz Pizza was a thing, and I think Chuck E. Cheese bought them out. Showbiz Pizza actually had the ball pit. That was fun. Uh, they actually had a hockey table. That was fun. And they had arcade games. You get what I'm going with that. Everything at Chuck E. Cheese is basically spitting out tickets, coins, and is loud and basically gives everybody epilepsy. Don't go to this place. Okay. Finally. Finally, moving on from bad pizza to bad ballpark food. Or is this innovative? The internet lost its crap over this um, because I guess a few nights back, Yankee Stadium. <laughs> I don't know. I think this is innovative as hell, personally. 
this fan was caught on camera, and it went viral, of course. Uh, he took a straw, and he hollowed out uh, the wiener of his hot dog. Not his Tommy Lee wiener, mind you, but an actual ballpark hot dog. Took it out of the bun, put it in his beer, and started drinking it. And everybody was just grossed out and freaked out about it. Because, you know, first of all, there's the... the uh, Oh, you can't drink beer with a straw. That's that's stupid. You know, because you, know, you either drink it from the can, the bottle, or if you're like me, you pour it into a mug. I love drinking it from a mug. Uh, you don't use a straw for, for beer. But then again, you know, uh, given how expensive that beer was at the ballpark, and it, it probably wasn't high-quality beer. I mean, basically, it's probably your Bud Light, your Miller Light, and they just charge 12 bucks. And then the hot dog, I mean, come on. Again, a cheap food item being um, sold very, very dangerously high. I'm, I'm surprised uh, Biden hasn't tried for giving all the money that people have spent at sporting events, to be honest. Uh, but this guy, obviously, was creative and it worked. And you know what? If you spend an arm and a leg at a baseball game, you can do whatever you want with your food as long as it's not sexual and you didn't get the idea from Tommy Lee. I do have that linked up on the Mike Davidson Facebook page if you want to take a gander at that. The hot dog straw, I might add. Nothing uh, nothing from uh, the, the Motley Crue collection. Never. All right, that's it for me. Until next episode. Stay fresh, cheese bags. You've been listening to Mike Davidson Live. Be sure to check him out on social media. Like him at facebook.com backslash mdavidsonlives. Follow him on Twitter. Look for at davidsonlives.